This is the Transformation Bros Podcast. Here are your hosts, Jason and Nathan. Hey guys, welcome to episode 19 of the Transformation Bros Podcast. Oh yeah, episode 19. Whoop, whoop. And it's summer. Did you notice that today? Oh man, I said to Jace before, it's so good to have all the doors open. Wow. The sun pouring in. I spent uh, the weekend creating a little garden sanctuary. Oh, you did do. On my, uh, my bedroom deck. I've got a deck off on my bedroom. On your balcony. Yeah. And just uh, shout out to all those in the Northern Hemisphere. They're, they're going yeah. into winter. Sorry about that. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. We've been waiting a long time. <laughs> it's been a long, as you know. cold winter. Yeah. I do love winter, though. I've learned to love it because it kept coming around. Yeah. I was like, it's damn, what is this shit? It's also like everything. You can't uh, appreciate the summer without the winter. And I've really felt that this year. Yep. All the light without the dark. I really like it. Shout out to my apartment, too. Like, I'm, my bedroom's on the fourth floor, little mm. balcony creating my little garden sanctuary and i just today i felt like i was on holiday in my own home oh nice the doors open the sun was shining i was like oh man i love it here yeah no it's fantastic it's a great place which felt really good yeah yeah have you had a good weekend i have had a great weekend catching up on chores because i was away for the week uh which is always great get those done get the the list ticked off and what about you do you have a good yeah, I had a really uh, I had an interesting weekend. I was actually sad. We caught up briefly on on the mm. weekend. I was feeling really sad. Um, I think I've uh, been lacking a bit of sleep lately. Uh. Um, haven't been eating that well, and I just noticed that that's that gets me down. That can that can drag me down. Mm. So mm. yeah, I've really focused on um, like I uh, tidied up my phone, got all the took all the apps off it and stuff that I use to distract myself and because that's where I go to as you guys know I dive into my phone and doom scroll when I'm feeling a bit sad or overwhelmed that's one of my tools so yeah I took away a few of those things and um, yeah just tried to get to bed a little bit earlier (laughs) just the basics you know when a baby's crying you go have they slept have they eaten yeah do they need a hug you know (laughs) we're no different to these babies so yeah, yeah, it's a good me point. Just to make sure I'm eating well. You just um, sit and feel it as well. We promote that. Fuck no! Don't look at the face you just pulled. No. You know, as if sit I want to do that. I know oh, it's the worst. Yeah, yeah. There was um, personally, I think with this one, there is a distinction between I'm just tired, right, <laughs> and hungry, yeah. mm. and. It, so you were being a baby. I was, and I, I'm not saying I would avoid feeling that, mm. but there's a point where it becomes a little bit indulgent, you know, where you're kind of indulging mm. this bad mood Good as opposed to feeling the feelings. Yeah. And I was like, I didn't actually really want to give it more energy than it deserved Yeah, because it was not coming from a... A really healthy place. Yeah, good. So good it was point. more kind of just going, yep, I'm feeling really sad. I reached out to you, made yep. sure I got supported. Yep. You're really good. Need a coffee. Me to talk it out and just um, share some stuff. Got a good sleep. Woke up in the morning, did a bunch of journaling, got a whole bunch of thoughts out of my head that were sort of sitting there. Um, a big part of it was, like a lot of you often share, is I was beating myself up a lot about mm. stuff that was going on, mm. not feeling good enough, not doing good enough, you know, and... I had some awareness around it where I was getting really grumpy with somebody in my life in a situation. And when I reflected on it with the journaling, I was actually really grumpy with myself Mm. for allowing the situation to get to that point. So yeah, just bringing back the responsibility and going, hang on, 
I'm actually grumpy with myself and what that part of me needs is a big hug and just some permission just to be okay. Like this, yeah, it's, it's wow. hard. I mean, it, there's some situations I've got in my life that are just challenging. That, yeah. You know, there's no easy solution. Yeah. I'm not Superman. I'm not perfect. I'm allowed to struggle through situations and find it hard as well. Yeah, that's right. That's great that you acknowledge that. And, um, Actually, talking about when you've got something with someone else, recognizing that you actually were mad with yourself. Yes, like that's powerful. Taking it out on them. Yeah, well yeah. done. I, in relation to this, I heard a really good. Um, can you not cough? <laughs> we talked. <laughs> we talked about that. I said to Nathan, "What do you do when you need to cough <laughs> on a podcast?" Yeah, just leave. Just yeah. go over there. I'm gonna. <clears throat> Yes. So you hear Jason <laughs> grumbling around in the background. It's well, my voice gets squeaky because I'm yeah. trying, trying not to cough. Yeah, or I get gravelly. Yeah, uh, I had another really good one. You know, we've talked about responsibility and taking mm. 100% responsibility and the tremendous mm. empowerment that comes from that practice. Um, there, yep. I just had a really good, uh, not a definition, but a, an empowering way to think of responsibility. And it was to look at the word. The word is your response ability. Yeah. So it's your ability to respond. And we always have control over how we respond to any situation. So for me, responsibility has always felt quite heavy. It's like, oh, if you have to be responsible for managing this team of people or pulling this event together or just responsible for your family, yeah, it's like, oh, geez, so heavy. much responsibility. Mm. Whereas through that context, if you look at it as your ability to respond mm. to situations as they come up, mm. that's all you mean. Someone that takes responsibility um, owns their ability to respond to any situation that's so good isn't and it? that's so much lighter because yeah we don't and always it's moment to, be, to moment it's yeah. not this big wide heavy thing that you're constantly having to hold like you're holding the weight of the world yeah it's just you just have to choose to be in control of your response yeah which is the moment only thing we moment. can uh, control yeah. ultimately is how we respond to things or how we react but also it's like we can we can do that we can choose in each moment how to respond, so it is lighter. That's well, great. You must see this in your business, right? You're running your Every business day. could be super heavy, but if you just go, okay, I'm just going to choose to lead and respond powerfully yeah. to each situation as they arise. Yeah, I see you do this. So. Yeah, oh, it happens every day, all day. Um, especially in my kind of business, we're dealing with people all the time. Quite often, get you know, he's done this and he's done that, and what's going on? But and it's like a bit a of real, he said, she, she said. said. It's real drama, right? And I used to really react to it back in the day. I'd be like, oh, my God, that's so bad. And I'd start chastising the person with the person that's complaining. And then I learned pretty quickly that when I rang the person that they were talking about, they'd be like, oh, it didn't go at all like that. And so, yeah, it got quite – multiple times trying to get myself out of those sticky situations, whereas now I just say to people, all right, I, I get what you're saying. Let me talk to the other person and let's get this sorted. And it's not personal. No. You know, we do tend to take things personally a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So that's well, so yeah, that's what I, I, I took from my little sadness over the weekend was, okay, be kind, make sure I'm eating well. And be responsible. Turn my phone, you know, get the phone away. And just uh, getting the phone away from the bedroom, that's a big one for me. Because mm. when I'm feeling a bit sad and I'm feeling a bit unmotivated, what I'm just feeling, really. <laughs> yeah. I um, I'll wake up in the morning and just grab my phone and go straight into 
scrolling and then I'll be in bed for an hour or hour and a half. You know, I just, it, it, I don't start my day very powerfully. I've got so, a confession to make. When was the last time you confessed? Um, it was quite a while ago. <laughs> um, what would I, you like to confess, my child? I The first thing I do is go on my phone in the morning. <clears throat> and I love it. And I'm not going to apologise for it. Uh, it's a sin. I don't think it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not to me. Because well, yeah, actually, it's, it's it depends a, on how yeah. healthy the relationship is. Yeah. Mine can be unhealthy, like I said, in those situations. So i got to remove it when I know I'm... I'm using it as a tool to keep me stuck. And you go down the rabbit hole. <laughs> you go down the rabbit like hole. You stay there. Yes. Whereas I use it to connect with what's happened overnight, anything um, that I've talked about that might have come up. Um, yeah. I actually check emails quickly as well. just starts my day. So I kind of get that. But it's um, it's actually really relaxing for me. Mm. I just lie there. I'm waking up. I can't believe I'm confessing this, but... I lie there, I'm waking up, and I'm just going through, and I'm just checking, I'm thinking about the day, I'm kind of getting my head in the right place, and then, boom, away I go. Yeah, yeah it really works for me. Don't think I've told you that before. No. It's new. I kind of knew, though. Yeah. <laughs> Can't hide human. everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Does anyone else check their phone in the morning? Yeah, you ever just find you wake me? up and check your phone? Yeah. What's happened in the dark hours? Yeah. I think it's particular for me as well, because I don't have kids. And I don't have a job to get to. So mm. if I'm mm. not careful, there's nothing that pulls me out of bed. Mm. So I've got to, I got to just be a bit, a little bit careful in the morning that I don't get stuck into some bad patterns. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Mm. That makes sense. So yeah, that helped me feel a lot, um, a lot better actually after the weekend. Uh, I was yeah. going, yeah. And I get to just choose my response. I can go back to the situation I'm struggling with and I just go, yeah, what's the, what's the next step? Um, it's when I'm working with clients and we talk about responsibility, I always say that um, responsibility, you're only concerned with uh, creating the outcome, the next step. You're not concerned about blaming or beating yourself up mm. or worrying about how we got to the situation. Yeah. You're only concerned with, okay, how do we move forward from here? Yeah. So that's responsibility is just going, right, what's the next step? So. That's kind of what I was leaning into. Yeah, very empowering. That's awesome. Really empowering, It's yeah. the opposite of victim. Mm, like, is. oh, God, awful. Yeah. Um, and we had this chat. We caught up with lunch for lunch with oh, Dean, yeah. my good friend Dean. Shout out to Dean. Who's Shout out to Dean. possibly our number one fan. I mean, yep. if you want to be the number one fan. You're going to have to fight Dean for you're it. You're going to have to fight Dean for <laughs> it. You're going to have to be posting more in the group. You're going to have to be interacting more. Yeah. Yeah, Dean it was amazing. Yeah, it was great. So we'll get Dean on the podcast at some point because yeah. he's keen to do that and talk about his And he's been going journey. through his own transformation journey, a big one. Yep. Pretty much everything he shared with us, which he'll, he'll share with you guys, it was almost like nothing in his life had stayed the same in the last six months. Yeah, true. Everything had been sort of flipped upside down, not by his own choosing, yep. but he's actually worked to transform through those situations. Yeah, and I'd have to say he's actually been, uh, I've been working with him and his level of responsibility for how this has gone or is going has been epic. Wow. Yeah. And that would be probably, I'd suggest the thing that's helped him the most is like, holy shit, I can actually see what's happened here. And then make, taking the actions and the steps rather than delving into the blame or the victim. He's actually been very powerful. Yeah, that's awesome. Great to watch. I think that's the people I enjoy working with most too are the ones that yep. are ready to do the work and are not afraid to take responsibility. Yeah. It'd be a good 100%. thing just to check in yourself right now and go, um, am I taking 100%, 100% responsibility for my life? Yeah. 
I choosing uh, how my life is going? Or am I still blaming other people, blaming situations, blaming COVID? Yeah, man. Good point. We highly recommend that people do that, and I'd suggest we do that. I definitely do that mm. um, because it's more empowering and it's actually going to start creating your life once you can take responsibility for it. Mm. And it might be hard because it lives the way it lives out there in the world is that everyone needs to take 50% responsibility each. Oh, or, gosh, if we're lucky. Yeah, yeah. that's right. <laughs> but the world where two people take 100% responsibility for themselves is very, very powerful. Oh, wow. Highly yeah. recommend. It's a good situation if, if you're in a, a conflict or if, if something's not working with a relationship to say to the person, right, you go away and take 100% responsibility for how we got here and I'll go away and take 100% responsibility and we'll both come together and share Wow. Each, that is a really powerful Did conversation. Did that just come to you? No, it's a tool I use. Right. Coaching, yeah. Yeah, that's But powerful. that's really powerful. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to put that in my little toolbox. Yeah, tuck it away. Yeah. Because then you end up having this amazing conversation because what's the opposite? The opposite is going, how can I, how can I offload some to you? So the the conversation becomes like, well, you know, you did this and then you did that and it really, you know, that's what that's why I reacted that way is because you did this and you did mm. that. So we end up in this thing where we're trying to apportion blame and people are getting defensive and it just doesn't work. It doesn't, you know, allow things to progress and work. Whereas if you come into the conversation, you go, right, I just want to own that I was really emotional when we talked and I probably um, said stuff that I wouldn't normally say, and I just want to own that I did that. I want to um, own that, uh, you know, I was coming into this with a whole bunch of preconceived ideas about who you were and what you wanted, and I admit that those were wrong, and I take responsibility for not, mm. you know, you can see where mm. you're not going to, you're not going to get defensive when I'm talking like that. Yeah, you that's know? right. You're going to be much more open, and it's going to make you want to take more responsibility as you hear me taking more responsibility. Yeah. So you might end up going, no, actually, that's not true. That's not true. I want to own that, da-da-da-da, this. So it's just so much more productive. Absolutely. And the opposite of 100% responsibility, resp- I can't say the word I now. Struggle with We've said it so well. many times. But the opposite of that is victim, is being in victim mode. And shout out to my friend Andrea that I was talking to yesterday. She was like, um, I just pointed this out a little bit, and she was like, oh, I'm not woe is me, and I'm not like – whinging and whining and I was like actually that's not what what victim mode is victim mode is when things are being done to you and you have no control you have no world's happening to me yeah the world's happening to you so that's a good distinction there whereas 100% responsibility is when you're like okay this is going on what am I going to do it's more of an empowered stance yeah and we talked about this a while ago the next level is even going that um Everything's happening to me for my highest good. Absolutely. There's lessons and everything. Mm. There's, everything's here to teach me something. If you're looking, if you want to look. Because in that regard, you want to take responsibility because you're like, oh, more lessons, more. Man, the more yeah. I can take responsibility, the more juice there is here for me to get and for me to learn something about myself. Yeah. Whereas when you've been the victim, you don't really learn anything. No, it's very immobilizing and you're stuck in a repeating pattern. Or um, reacting to the same thing over and over again. I didn't know we were going to talk about responsibility today. Oh, it's just such, it's, <laughs> you can find um, beauty in anything. Yeah. And to me, oh God, if you guys had met me 
five years ago, this would be, I would not be talking about responsibility with such joy. I hate responsibility. Mm. I shirked it wherever mm. possible. And like even stuff like the thought of getting a mortgage was like, Ugh, just avoid, avoid, avoid. Too much responsibility, too much commitment. You know, I'm going to fuck it up. I don't, mm. yeah, no, I just hated mm. it. Mm. And so I guess the reason I'm talking about it such passion is because it's been transformative for me mm. to actually shift my relationship with responsibility. Mm. A lot of us have it like, it's like school, you know, where you got to do as you're told and be responsible and do the right thing and don't be Heavy. silly, don't be naughty, mm. don't mess around. You know, being responsible just felt like this really ugly, heavy thing. Yeah, and then we carried that out into the world. Totally. Ugh. And avoided it, in my yeah. case, because yeah. of that. Whereas now it's kind of like, okay, it's not this big, heavy thing where I have to be a good boy all the time. Yeah. It's actually Ugh. I can be myself <laughs> and uh, just choose how I respond to everything, choose that everything is learning, everything's an opportunity, nothing's happening to me, it's it's all happening for me. Even that distinction alone is, you know, very powerful if you can get your head around it, yeah. If you can keep bringing that up, keep having that awareness of like, okay, what's what's the lesson here? Mm-hmm. You and I have both been through this a lot, mm-hmm. you know, kind of why is this happening? But the most empowering way to look at it is why is it happening? What mm-hmm. is the lesson? Mm-hmm. What is What can I learn from this? Or why actually, is it happening again too, that old chestnut? Jason and Nathan. You and I, we've talked about on the podcast, we've had a couple of little conflicts, you know, pre-recording. Oh, yeah. We've talked about it most times. Mm. But I can see in the last one we had that I was completely shirking my responsibility. I, I noticed. Like, I was, yeah, no. exactly. Well, you did. You pointed it out. I was blaming a lot, you know, because that was like the, I was emotional, you know. Yeah. Um, shout out feminine. Shout yeah. out my feminines out there. <laughs> hey, yo. With those wild emotions. Woo. Um, and so I was a yeah. bit triggered, a bit emotional. And so my response was blamey, defensive blaming. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I want to own that. Nice. I, I wasn't taking 100% responsibility at yeah. all in that situation. Yeah, because everything felt a lot of embarrassment in there when I was thinking about it. Oh, nice. Yeah. Thanks for acknowledging that. But everything in life's a moving target anyway. So it's not like we get responsibility and then that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That something else that came up for me there, and this has been a little bit present for me as well, is the Buddha said life is suffering. Now, that was his most powerful, profound teaching. Right. So why would this incredible spiritual teacher choose to say something that feels so depressing, awful, yeah. awful uh, negative, um, defeatist? Yeah. Like, why would this incredible spiritual leader say that? Because he knows the joy, the learnings, the teachings, and the joy that comes from it. Exactly. And life is about transcending yeah. suffering. So me included, you included, have had this context that suffering is wrong. Why do mm. bad things happen to good people, mm. you know? Mm. Oh, God, you know, I can't believe that guy got cancer or whatever. It's all, And that is a horrible situation. Yeah. Right? trivializing it i still don't understand that one honestly but that's fine well let's talk about i mean it's just might be touchy but um if life is suffering so we (laughs) if you're going through life thinking that you're going to somehow stop suffering and end suffering and that there's going to be a point where there's no more suffering it's not going to come that's going to cause this 
Well, it causes more suffering. It causes more suffering. It <laughs> yeah. causes this um, this discontent. Yeah. And um, yeah, it causes this. The the, the Buddha calls it something very specific, but it causes it's a grinding, right? It's like you're you're grinding against life. You know, yeah. the, the gears are grinding against life because you don't understand life. Yeah. Whereas when you acknowledge that, oh, life is suffering. Uh, said another way, life is problems. Yeah. Well, there's yeah. Life is issues. Life is problems. Yeah. Life is life is things that don't work aren't aren't going to work. Yeah. Yeah. It's not perfect. <laughs> it's not perfect. Yeah. And so that that um, that truth is freeing. Freeing. Actually, when we learn that yeah. it all is suffering. So my job is actually to one way is to reduce suffering for people and other people. That's what I like to think I do as a coach is to go, yeah. how do I help create people reduce the suffering in their life? Their or own suffering. Shift yeah. their mm. uh, relationship with suffering. Yeah. But also all of our worst scenarios and see if this is true for you. All of the worst things that's ever happened to us. For most of us, that's actually pushed us towards who we are today. 100%. Learned, yeah. grown us. Yeah. Stretched us outside of our shell. Once we got out of the quagmire. For sure, because suffering is suffering if you look at it in that way. But once you can see it for what it is and you start moving forward, I mean, this is evolution as well as we grow, isn't it? So we get smarter by default. (laughs) I'm actually, that's wishful thinking, but I think it is like we do. So we're getting getting better. We're having experiences. That's what our intuition is. We've learned it's building up all these experiences and knowings and it keeps moving us forward. Yeah. But yeah, but to... To not have a good relationship with suffering, or suffering might be too strong a word in today's world, maybe, but maybe like problems or problem problematic, or um, where things because it lives in our languages, well, like, so, like you're talking about with victim, like yeah, God, just can't get a break, you yeah. know, like God, I just think I'm Why getting me? ahead, and it just things, something things, else comes at me, then I get a bill yeah. thrown at me, you know, things come in threes, like <laughs> yeah. it lives in our language, it, does. it actually really, when you start listening, you can hear it, because um, I would, now, with my knowing, I don't, I never say it comes in threes, because I'm just creating, rather than, um, I'm creating it in yeah. the future. There's the, a great coach, a guy called Steve Chandler, one of the greatest coaches, and a guy I've learned a lot from. I was listening to one of his audio books uh, over the weekend and he was talking about how there's a saying that life's a bitch and then you die. Oh, yeah, this one. (laughs) We were talking about this. Yeah. And he's like, the problem with that saying is you're saying that life's a bitch, life is suffering, life's just full of suffering, and then the worst part about it is then you fucking die. Yeah. (laughs) So the problem with that saying is which is it? Which is the bad part? Is it the suffering or is it the dying? Mm. Because it's it's implied in there that saying, and, and he gives the example, he's like, it's like saying, man, my job sucks. I hate my job. I don't get paid enough. I don't get any time off. And my boss is awful. And the worst part about it is I could lose my job. They could fire me. <laughs> they could yeah. fire me. So it's like, I hate this thing. But And the worst thing is I could also not do it. Yeah. So it doesn't make sense, really, that statement. So, because um, it, it said the correct way, it would be um, life's a bitch, but don't worry, you get to die. You get to die at the end. Yeah, so then or it'll be stage. over. Yeah. But what's implied in it is that we don't want to die. 
Mm. So we're saying life's a bitch, life is suffering, but we don't want to die. So which is it? Is it, do you love life or do you hate the suffering and you can't wait to die? Yeah, boy, that's a paradox. Isn't it? Yeah. Boy, he was smart to pull that one to bits. It's so fascinating to me, that one. So what what it suggests is that life's a bitch and then you die. It kind of suggests that, yeah, life is a bunch of suffering, but we all want to stay here. So the suffering can't be wrong. The suffering can't be yeah. bad because none of us want to leave. We still choose to be here in spite of the suffering. So it means we just have to shift our relationship to suffering. That's Absolutely. where the empowerment comes from. Yeah, that's right. And once you realize that you you can choose and do things that – ease the suffering or same problems are not coming up or you're moving forward that's what it's all about isn't it mm. and none of, i don't think it, is there anyone that's had no suffering well there is that that's a great point because there is the opposite end of the spectrum and i know a lot of people in my life that have had it a little bit too comfortable that have um been raised by reasonable parents that had some money and then they went to university and then they got a nice job and then that's paid well and then mm. they met someone and then they had kids and their relationship's fine. Who are these people? I know a lot of them. Right. And it's just uh, there's, there's almost no suffering in their life. Wow. Um, and sometimes that can end up being their suffering mm. because because they haven't had any challenges. That can be their challenge. Their biggest challenge because then when a parent dies or um, their partner leaves them or they lose their job it's this mm. massively overwhelming devastating thing that they have no tools to deal with wow um so <laughs> Eckhart Tolle is really funny he says like a lot of people get dragged along to his seminars um or that someone gives them his book yeah and they don't get it no and he says it's totally fine you just haven't suffered enough yet mm. Mm. So what? probably once you've been through some suffering, you'll read my book again or you'll come to another seminar and you'll get it for the first time. Mm. Wow. This right. makes me, where I go with it now in this phase of my life, it makes me want to choose more suffering. That's what I'm feeling about it now mm. is, gosh, like this, I'm still a bit comfortable and playing it a little bit safe in a lot of spaces, mm. which by what we've just talked about means I'm not growing to my full potential. Mm. I'm not. I'm not actually transcending and becoming who I'm meant to be. So it kind of gets me more excited about doing scary things because I know, oh, there's an opportunity to get uncomfortable. To grow. That's where the growth's going to happen. To grow me into who I actually am, to my yeah. potential. And that is the, the purpose of life. Yeah. Yeah. Good good call, man. This is a free podcast. That's Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Yeah, that's right. No magic happens inside the comfort zone. You know, it lives in our language. We all know that. We know that we've got to push ourselves and do things, and that's why we did this podcast, isn't it? Absolutely. Because we, you know, I was nervous. I still am. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. This is me being nervous. Yeah. And moving anyway. And doing it anyway. But do you think this podcast through that discomfort has grown you? Oh, absolutely. Already? Yeah. In heaps of ways. Yep. Yep. I notice it everywhere now. Proofs in the pudding. Yeah. Proofs in the pudding. Just being able to speak, be a bit more free or freer. Yeah. So I want to do a little bit of a, a shout out. No questions this week, but um, we do have one. Uh, we've had a couple of people posting in the group 
Uh, we had JC posting in the last week. We have Kavishto who's just joined the group posting as well. So I just want to do a shout out to JC. He he wrote a cool comment in the group. Yeah, he did. He said, um, and thanks, JC. He said, I'm a little behind catching up on the pod on the episodes. Naughty, naughty. That's, yeah, you we'll, must listen. We will forgive you. Sequence. Just listen to episode twelve. Overwhelmed. Nathan and yeah, I we talked about overwhelm that one. Yeah, that's right. Nathan, I so identify with that one. I'm so busy now at this moment, but then I go sign up to another online course. All right, do you guys relate to that? Any of you online course junkies? <laughs> yeah, I've definitely been there too. Fully aware that I am unable to attend it the way I want to. If only I'd tuned into listening to the podcast instead. <laughs> Thanks, JC. That's awesome, JC. Thanks for that comment and totally relate. And I want to just acknowledge uh, the awareness. Yeah. So transformation always, always, always begins with awareness of yep. your patterns of what's going on for you. And so, yeah, really just want to give him a shout out and say, thanks for bringing awareness to a pattern. Thanks mm. for posting about it in the group. When you post something in the group, it gives other people permission to feel that. Yeah, we really want to, and you know, selfishly, but hopefully for you guys as well, we really want to encourage that where you, if you've got a question or you're thinking about something, put it in the group because other people will definitely be thinking it. Big or small. Yeah, big or small. I'd say more specific, the better too. If you can give us like a specific situation that you're getting a bit stuck or that you're struggling with, that's really helpful. We're all going to relate. We are. We are all going to relate to it and understand it so thank you for doing that bloody brilliant we're really trying to uh, cultivate a community there Mm. where we give you permission to have struggles to Mm. have trauma to Mm. feel shame to be um i don't know not knowing what to do in your marriage or struggling with um embarrassment or fear or nice Guy syndrome. Yeah, people pleasing. Yeah, yeah, whatever it is. Let's talk about it. Totally. Let's we want to chat. give you permission to really say that's okay and have this conversation be really normal. And we know how bold it'll be of you. Oh, we yeah. know what it'll take. And that's that comfort zone thing. Stepping out, doing something it's different. It's a good practice. It's a good practice. You'll it, I can say this for myself that the more I've done that, the more I've done it in other areas and I've kept doing it. Yeah. And it, it helps. is just a practice. It definitely helps. Yeah, yeah. anything that involves speaking your truth. I often say like shame lives in the dark. It's like mm. a vampire. Mm. And as soon as you bring it out into the light and as soon as you talk about it, voice it, speak it, it loses its power. Oh, it's, and in some cases it just disappears. Yeah, Literally vanishes. It does. It does. Yeah. So, yeah, we, we really want this to be a community where we normalize these conversations and where you feel like you can actually start voicing the stuff so you can begin your own transformation journey or for a lot of you continue your transformation journey yeah and let us know if you've transformed something yeah it'll be amazing let us celebrate with you yeah we will celebrate celebrate <laughs> jeez words <laughs> no today. celibate we'll celebrate the bejeepers out of it we will yeah for sure so thanks jc thanks for encouraging um everybody else to get out there and yeah and post as well yeah bold Guys, have a uh, great couple of days. Can't wait till we get to talk to you next time. Yep. We'll miss you until yep. then. Yep. Enjoy the sunshine if you're in New Zealand. Get out there, make the most of it. Thanks for listening. Really appreciate it. That was the Transformation Bros with Jason and Nathan. 